You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2022 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, that these dear and precious people have come today. We love them. You love them. And you have an amazing plan. You have a divine destiny for every human being. You have a divine plan for life, a divine disposition to work in us, and you have a delightfully divine lifestyle to give us courage and strength and uh, the ability to handle stress. So we thank you for these gifts today. In Jesus' name, amen. So I do a lot of um, addiction programs. You can go to our website, lifestylematters.com, and there's actually a 13-session series called Living Free that we did at Hope Television. They're 13 sessions of 30 minutes only, which is short for me. And um, they have these incredible testimonies. And what we give you, we want you to have the discussion guides, the worksheets. People are suffering so much, and you don't even have to do the PowerPoint, although I'll give it to you. But they just, you just watch this 30-minute program, have a discussion, and love on people. And people are more responsive than ever before. And I had to do little short segments because of the testimonies and el- other elements, and it's just excruciating because they surrounded me with furniture so I couldn't move, and I had to read a script. <clears throat> so it's not my prime performance, I'll tell you that right now. But I did, was able to cover incredible topics. Remember, addiction recovery is, is more important than ever before. We have 400% or something like that increase in addictive problems. Uh, 100,000 people died last year of drug addiction, overdose, 80% fentanyl. So we're, we're just seeing this incredible. And now, is it possible to have other kinds of addictions besides drugs? Sure. What about, I mean, what would some of those things be? Oh, uh, yeah. Cell phone, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, why are we checking email on our phone right before we turn the light out? You know, is the queen inviting you for lunch? I don't think so. So what happens is we, we just keep getting these dopamine hits with every ping and every like, and then so we, we, we do this dive and it actually creates tension and fatigue. The Bible says you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. This is the will of God, even your sanctification. See, get that phone, quick. <clears throat> that ha- Whoever does that again, you get to sing a solo up here. <laughs> no, we're not into the shame, blame. No, we're not doing that. So anyway, addictions, food addictions are probably the main addiction, and then behavioral or other process addictions. And I want to get to the roots of that, because the addicted brain is fighting hard, but we need to learn how to fight smart. The first time I ran away from home, I was five years old. By the time I was 11, I was doing drugs, smoking, running away from home, beaten up, bad, abandoned, whatever, in my own mind. I didn't know God. I didn't have a worldview for him uh, uh, of the truth of God. And so it it is in my soul that it's the truth that sets us free. When I learned the truth about who God is and what happens with justice and wickedness and all those things, I just said, "I 
I could believe in a God like that, but I can't believe in a God that would torture people forever. And that's why I went into atheism. And that's a really dark place. And so I'm grateful today that God has put it on my heart that, that we need to carry the truth with us because it is the truth that sets us free. His name is truth. Amen? And, and so it's not just about worshiping food or a lifestyle. It's about worshiping the God of that lifestyle. It's about his amazing love for us. It's about walking with him as he strengthens us to actually want to do his will. How many of you want to love him as much as you think you do <clears throat> or say you do? More, yeah, amen. And he's going to run us into situations where we disappoint ourselves and him. But that's so that he can show us and, and learn to strengthen us, amen? So how many of you are committed to just keep saying yes to God? So the addicted brain is fighting hard, but we need to learn to fight smart. And this morning, I want to share one piece of that that's very, very important, and that is the brain-gut connection. Because you don't have a soul, you what? You are a soul. What an incredible truth that is. And this PhD atheist doctor that did this six-hour program, she had no idea that she was preaching the gospel. She had no idea. All some saint has to do is step in with what the word of God said. It was in agreement. Is that incredible? There are many who are by nature doing those things that... Uh, that are in the word of God and they don't even know it yet, but they will know it, won't they? And God wants to use you to do that. So today we're going to talk about mind-body health connections and see how God has built so many backup systems. When I'm doing research, I'm looking for that God. I'm looking for who he is. And the more I find out who he is in science, the more I love him. And the more I worship him and the more I want to walk with him in obedience. <clears throat> Even the cheapest computers have backup systems, don't they? And God has built amazing backup systems into your and my life. And so the way that we care for our bodies affects mental health and function, including what? Let's say it together. Mood, memory, learning, and behavior. Did you know that every cell of your body has clock genes? Clock genes. And so yesterday we talked about breakfast. And, you know, I'm the one that's going to go home and go, well, why didn't you say that? And what were you thinking when you said that? It's just awful. I have to turn it off and take a Calgon bath. Say, well, forget it. But they know these things anyway. But why do we want to have a good, healthy, amazing breakfast? Why? It's starting your day right. Your brain needs the car... The, those unrefined carbohydrates and all that nutrition, and we're going to learn about that in a minute here. But another reason is that according to the clock genes and cortisol levels in the morning, that is when your body wants that fuel, and it wants to use it efficiently. It wants to burn it. If you eat the same meal at night, it's going to want to store it as fat because of these varying metabolic processes that are different in the evening. And so God is all about these beautiful patterns so it's not just about meal content. It's about timing. It's about spacing. And it's about portion control. I, I have had ordered something in a restaurant, and they, they bring so much that it's like a feeding trough. 
or the menu item might have a little something on it that is sweet or this or that, but they bring so much. And the juice glasses are this big. You know, one, it's one thing to have four ounces. It's another thing to have 64 ounces. I asked one waitress, do you give ambulance, free ambulance rides with these meals? I mean, what are you doing? Is there a raisin on the premises? Please, something. I mean, we are really in trouble. And so we have to start learning what is called exposure effect. Ex have you ever bought a red car and then all of a sudden what do you see everywhere you go? Red car. So if we're thinking, you know, chips, chops, and lollipops, what are we going to see everywhere we go? Okay, but if now you're thinking colon healthy plant fiber, doesn't that sound fun? You're going to see it. Even in the gas station, you're going to see the apples and bananas. You're going to see the nuts. You're going to see the good stuff. It's not that we're not going to have a treat every now and then, but the problem is we're having a birthday party for breakfast, Christmas for lunch, Thanksgiving for dinner, you know, Fourth of July before we go to bed. Not pretty. Not pretty. And these, these cookies are the size of dinner plates. So I'll talk to somebody. You know, what did you, I had a cookie. Well, okay, what are the dimensions of this cookie? So the way we care for our bodies affects our ability to hear God's voice, understand, and respond to his word. That's why I do what I do. This is why I walk in alignment with the principles that are in harmony with my being. This, this is the reason for me. It's not about being ancient, living into an ancient age. It just isn't. I mean, for some people, that's their reason. But as we walk with God and we start to feel better, I don't like it when I go to bed tired and get up tired. And most people go to bed tired, get up tired. They're the worried well. Oh, what a ministry we have before us. So God has created what systems? Brain-body systems to improve, improve with proper care, use, and exercise. It doesn't mean everybody's going to get their bullseye. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have challenges in life. It doesn't mean that... If you do the right habits, that you're not going to have to learn to walk and not faint, as the psalmist said. It doesn't mean that at all, but it means that God will be glorified. He's glorified in the things that we can't fix when we still trust him and love him. That's the God we serve. Amen? That's the God we serve. But can we reduce a lot of needless suffering? A lot. How many? Put your hand up. We can reduce a lot of needless suffering by the way we think. I call it attitudinal discipline and the way we live and the way we treat people. So nutrition interventions, this is from biological psychiatry, may, in, may benefit psychiatric conditions. Okay, I call that just being alive. <laughs> you know, if you're alive, you're dealing with something that needs fixing. Because man was originally created with a noble character and a well-balanced mind. How many of you would like to get that back? Absolutely. I mean, my husband, I, he was so calm and sweet and, and reserved and thought things through. And, and he asked me one time, he said, what is your motto? Ready, shoot, aim? He said, do you ever think before you speak? You know? And I, I brought him something to eat one time. He was upstairs working. I said, how can you be working when there's so much to worry about? What is wrong with you? And he said, I've given this to God. I can't deal with it. I'm getting my work done. I said, that is ridiculous. Do I have to do all the worrying for this family? And I was doing health lectures at that time. He said, you know how you tell people that a 10-minute walk will improve mood for an hour? 
bye. <laughs> so here's the question. So God is working on all of us, amen? Can what you influence, can what you eat influence mental function, yes or no? The answer is certainly affirmative. We ingest each day any number of compounds that we know alter mental function. And dear people, we are facing worldwide famine. We're going to see what this feels like. We're going to see what loss feels like. We're going to see what's staring into the face of evil and seeing unimaginable suffering. We're going to see what it looks like. Somebody, some people are already seeing that, aren't they? And Ellen White says, if we understood the evil that is in this world, if we understood it as God does, it would kill us. And it did kill the Son of God. So I want strength not just to be fine and calm and be able to have strength to minister. I want to be able to face down evil with the pure love of God in my heart because otherwise I will turn into a body of hate. That's what happens. We've seen it happen during the pandemic. when people. And I'm telling you, the saints can turn savage. When you say, when you say a diet thing that they might not agree with, not anybody here, but I have begged God for a job at Walmart being a greeter. I'm telling you. You can be a vegetarian and be, get pretty mean. And I think I was one of them. But, you know, suffering and time temper our spirits, don't they? So we want to be sweet and gentle. And, you know, food doesn't make that happen. Food doesn't make you nice. It just makes it easier to be nice. Amen? Okay. If the diet is largely, largely what kind of food? Junk food, we don't need to define it, with large amounts of highly saturated animal fat. The membranes reflect that diet by being less flexible, stiffer, and more restrictive to enzyme functions. That's really interesting because every cell of your body is made up of lipids. Those are fats. Bilipid layers, like two ping pong balls floating on a jacuzzi, constantly remodeling. And the interesting thing about it is the fat that the type of fat that we eat is going to influence how permeable, how conductive, how flexible, and how electric those cells are, how responsive they are intracellularly and within how those neurotransmitters are able to work and the nutrition that gets into them. So this is a very, very important concept. So let's talk about this backup system of the uh, second brain, which is the what? It's the gut. So the gut regulates the brain and immune system. And it's really, really interesting because dietary fiber and the foods that we eat actually have a training uh, function. It trains special uh, special uh, antibodies that actually protect the meninges of the brain. So there's a training function of the immune system, which is especially the innate immune system. So this, the gut absorbs and disperses nutrients. And what would be the major site of absorption in the GI tract for food, for nutrients? Where? In the small intestine, that's right. So the carbohydrates, the unrefined or any type of carbohydrate, proteins and fats, the main site of digestion is the small intestine. However, the gut also produces neurotransmitters, and there are three that we're going to discuss briefly. One is serotonin. 95% of serotonin, which we think of as controlling mood, you've thought of, you may have heard of the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, the SSRIs for depression. 95% of serotonin is actually produced in the GI tract. Half of dopamine, we talk about dopamine 
uh, D2 receptors in addiction, where the, the pleasure transmitter, it's also a learning transmitter. When serotonin and dopamine are low, uh, then learning becomes very, very difficult. And so produces neurotransmitter, and GABA, which has to do with impulse control. Isn't that interesting? How many of you, don't raise your hand, I'll raise mine, would like a little better impulse control? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's waving back there wildly. <laughs> and so we're going to learn this morning the amazing backup system that God has created so that these neurotransmitters are actually produced in the GI tract under the right circumstance. That's really good news today, isn't it? Okay, somebody thinks that's a good idea. It's really nice. So let's just say yes together. Yes. Okay, your brain heard you say it, even if you didn't mean it, it's had an impact. So, and this is very interesting. Your gut microbes are involved in stress hormone production, inflammation, system, systemic inflammation. When the gut and, the, and your, um, your body is under a state of chronic inflammation, that affects the brain, and the brain is an amplifier of that inflammation, and it eats away at cells that are associated with depression. We also see this in obesity and inflammatory conditions such as, as um, <clears throat> elevated cholesterol, high blood pressure, etc., etc. Now, the, the definition of obesity is not just bigness. It's the ratio of lean muscle to fat. So 40% of college students have been estimated to suffer from what is called NWO, normal weight obesity. So the ratio of lean muscle to fat is low. So they're at risk, even though they're normal weight, for 30 different chronic ailments, including mental health issues, because of this improper ratio. So it's not just about how you look. It's how your body is functioning. And that's really good news in a way, because we can start to improve that one choice at a time every single day. And the gut helps to maintain homeostasis with the endocrine system, the nervous system, etc. Now, a healthy stomach is essential to keep the what? Precise balance of chemicals for optimal mental and physical health. There's a natural symphony of chemicals in the stomach region that balance what? Emotions, what else? Sleep, pain, isn't that interesting? 80% of Americans suffer from some kind of chronic pain, either headaches or some kind of, and I'm a migraine sufferer. I actually have had to have surgeries and all kinds of stuff for that. So not everything goes away, people. But can we, can we dial down through lifestyle the intensity, maybe the duration, maybe the onset of some of the things that are going to afflict us in this life? Would you agree with that? The last time I went in to get a, a rhizotomy on my neck, because I have neck damage from, you know, that treatment uh, of life when I was young. So I have neck damage that uh, contributes to the migraine. And he does this thing where you go in with a radio wire and you just destroy the nerves. It's, it's, it's just creepy. And I will not let him play Alice Cooper when he's messing with my neck. They put on symphony music. Um, but I told him, I said, doctor, I am cooperating with you. I am, I am living an anti-inflammatory lifestyle so that your ministry is effective for me. And he said, I really like that. He said, can I use that? <laughs> said, yeah, yeah, okay. I've given him books, literature, Steps to Christ, 
uh, it's, it's such a blessing. It's such a blessing to share our faith in a kind and gentle way. Even We don't have to hide when we have a problem. We can use it as a sharing tool. Amen? The entire digestive system is closely attuned to a person's emotions and state of mind. Therefore, what affects the stomach will directly affect the brain and vice versa. The gut-brain connection is no joke. This connection goes both ways. A troubled intestine can send signals to the brain, and a troubled brain can send signals to the gut. Now, this is where it really gets interesting. From fiber, fiber food. So I talked about the three nutrients, the three macronutrients that are absorbed in the small intestine. What are they? What's one of them? Carbohydrate. Another one is protein. And the third one is fat. All very good, amazing, wonderful nutrients. However, the GI tract is very long. It's about 23 feet long. And there are non-nutritive components, fiber and phytochemical components, that absolutely are required to reach the colon. Those things are not digested. And so we're going to learn how important, and I, I know this is going to sound funny to you right now, but you're going to agree with me in a minute. When I look at my plate of food, and I'm, you know, I don't read nutrition books when I'm on vacation. Okay, this is not, this is not what I do. But I'm here to tell you, when I look at a plate of food, I'm looking to see what's going to reach my colon. What's going to reach the colon? Now we're going to find out why. Now that you think I'm crazy, don't leave. From fiber, the gut flora, the microbiome, produce what? Short-chain fatty acids. Butyrate is one of them. Short-chain fatty acids, an important what? Energy source for the cells lining the colon. The colon is not the small intestine. And there's some medical professional in here that knows how far away it is, but it's far. We feed our flora, that's the gut microbiome, it's the bacteria, with fiber. We feed the flora with fiber. So your gut bacteria ferment those fiber and phytochemical components. They ferment them and produce these short-chain fatty acids that actually feed the gut cells. And they turn right back around and feed us. When we don't eat enough whole plant foods, we are, in effect, starving our microbial selves. Well, so, you know, what's that all about? Well, here's what it's all about. There's nothing left over for the microbiome, for the bacteria. It's all absorbed in the small intestine before it ever makes it down to the colon. Not only may this mean loss of beneficial microbial metabolites, metabolites, remember that word, those metabolites are the factors, they are the molecules that produce serotonin, dopamine, GABA from fiber foods. Do you, how many of you like more serotonin, dopamine, and GABA helping you manage your mind? So you get a loss of the microbes. Now, I talk about gangsters in the gut, and this is where the plot thickens. No pun intended. <laughs> So, the Western diet with high levels of what? Fat, sugar, leads to high levels of a, this is like the mafia that comes into town to extort 
So there's a species of bacteria called Formicutes. Formicutes isn't a bad species of bacteria, but when you have too much, when you have an overgrowth of Formicutes, and people can be born with a high ratio of Formicutes and be prone to obesity. So when you have a high level of Formicutes, um, it's a result of the Western diet, whereas a diet high in fiber leads to an increase in bacteria deeds. Now, what, why does that matter? Well, here is the crew that comes in to extort. So when the Formicutes bacteria begin to inhabit the gut, let's say a person has a 2,000-calorie diet, just to use an even number. With a high level of Formicutes, the starvation signals are causing the Formicutes to extract 20% more calories. So now you don't have a 2,000-calorie diet. You have a 2,400-calorie diet, and now you can't lose weight. You're cutting calories. But you're still, but your body is extracting more. Do you see? Do you see how that's a, a, a vicious spiral? So some traditional dietitians will say, just cut the hamburger in half, just cut the fries in half, just cut the calories. But it's really not about straight calories. It's about the packaging of those calories. And so not only now, and here's another th piece of it: a high level of formicutes is not just obesogenic. Do you know an M&M is 10 calories? 12 M&Ms would be how many calories? That's a half an hour on the treadmill. Okay, so live it up. Have the M&Ms, but you better get out there and walk, right? We don't realize what we're putting in our mouths. So you could have two little tiny cookies, or you could have 25 medium strawberries. That's just straight calories. That's not dealing with the type of bacteria that is going to extract 20% more. So these are obesogenic. They have less microbe diversity with the, with the American diet. Frailty in aging. Do we see this today? Are we seeing people that can just, they're just really struggling? More illness, what kind? Mental and physical. So for good health, including mental health, the food you eat needs to be good for you and your, and it's not just about, it's not just about feeding the microbiota, the good fiber foods. Your bacteria, you need to take your bacteria for a walk. You need to put your bacteria to bed at night. You need to talk nice to your bacteria. Stress kills them. Stress, worry, bitterness, anger, hostility kill bacteria. All those good guys that are trying to help you. Now, shall we just eat the cheesecake and take a fiber pill? I've, you know, I've done all that. Name it. I've tried it. No, it's the packaging of these gorgeous foods. So, enjoy that. You know, the rainbow belongs to God. He's put it in the produce department. We call that the Department of Defense. Amen? And so especially, uh, well, when I do my demo, I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about the gorgeous uh, soluble and insoluble fibers today and how they produce healing for the gut, healing for your mind, and help from our Savior. Amen? All right. And now I'd like uh, Nicole to come on up. Let's give her a hand. She's going to help us with some cuisine. Thank you, Nicole. Good morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Okay, awesome. How are you doing today? All right, are you ready to cook with me? Okay, so as Vicki shared, this is your first day here. My name is Nicole. I'm founder of Be Well, Be Whole. So I do a ministry in Metro Detroit. We started off as pop-up restaurants, went to catering. Now we're focused on cooking schools and local churches. We also have a cookbook out. Um, and we're building our, our group. You actually see a, a, an appeal this week 
If you'd like to join our group with as a health partner, you're more than welcome to. We engage with hundreds, sometimes thousands of people. So we are honored to be here um, with Vicki here and with all of you today. So we're going to make... I'm honored um, to have her because I don't have to do all the cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work. Um, so today we're going to talk. We're going to talk about you know cooking in God's garden, using God's garden and His creative um, powers that He created the food that we can eat. So how many of you think that God knows what's best for our bodies? Yes. So we're going to be using plant-based food directly from God's garden. Um, as you know, He gave us every seed-bearing plant on the face of the earth. And if we have any Bible scholars in here, you know that started in Genesis. So we're going back to the original diet, and today I'm going to start off by making um, lentils. Um, so we are, I really like having beans. So as you know, today's session is called Get Lean With Your Beans. So we're going to start off with some lentils. And um, the, the really, the beautiful thing about um, seasoning, what I want to share with you, so I'm starting just a pot of water and letting that boil. Um, when it comes to seasoning your food, how many of you like bland food? Raise your hand. Oh, some of you do. Okay. I, you know, this is great. So what you'll notice today in, in the cooking, I will show you simply how to make this dish. And then I'll also give you sophisticated, quote unquote, um, or um, a, another way to add different flavors to it. So I'll have a very simple base, um, which, you know, you can also dress up and put additional seasonings to. So when it comes to actually cooking cuisine, I like to start, the, the seasoning really starts at the base level. So you can cook with water or you can cook with um, oil. Um, with cooking with oil, I like to use extra virgin cold pressed olive oil. Um, oils that have less um, processes is best for me because there's more nutrients. Also, if you are diabetic or if you would like to use less oil, you can cook with water. So today I'm going to cook with water to show with you what that looks Extra like. Extra virgin olive oil has 31 different antioxidants, including hydroxytyrosol, which softens arterial walls. So healthy plant fats are really anti-inflammatory fats if we don't get excess calories. So they're really a blessing. And this is why I like working with Vicki, because normally I'm doing this at the same time. So Vicki is like helping. So it's amazing. And I don't feel like cooking today. So it's just <laughs> So right now we've got the water at the base and it's going to heat up. It's going to take a little bit, but I'm going to do a base called a mirepoix. So I know in the beginning, yesterday I asked you how many of you like to cook dishes and spend a lot of time cooking. A majority of you raised your hand and said, I like to make it simple, like it quick and fast. So a mirepoix and the base of a mirepoix is onions, celery, and carrots. Um, so it's a nice blend like this. And because I like to cook quicker, I got it frozen and already ready to go, and I got it from Kroger. But if you also want to do it by hand, you can um, cut up carrots, onions, and celery. So I just have this as my base, and I'm adding it to the skillet. The next thing I want to share with you, what is the difference um, when it comes to different seasonings? So um, seasonings are basically based off of you know cumin, coriander, ginger, do any of you know what's the difference between a seasoning or a spice and a, uh, an herb? Yes, herbs are leafy greens, the leafy part of the plant, like this. Yes, they're getting their debut. Can anybody tell me what this is? 
Oh my goodness, we have some experienced chefs in the audience. I love that. So we've got parsley and I have a hidden one. Can someone tell me what this one is? Yes, well done. If you have gardens, let me come because I'm all about gardening and I think it's great. That's one of my goals this, this summer. All right, so cilantro. Can anyone tell me what cilantro tastes like? <laughs> Yummy, I like that, I like that. It depends on your genes. There is a gene that does, um, for a small selective group of people that have an adverse reaction to cilantro. I am not that person. And if, is there someone that has tried cilantro and is very experienced and can tell us what it tastes like? Yes. It, <laughs> it does have a soapy taste. It is one of those. It's a very punch. Sometimes it can have a soapy taste. It has a pungent taste. Um, and it likes, it's a, it's a nice flavoring. So I'm actually going to um, add a little bit of that. And parsley is a milder uh, uh, spite or herb. And then I'm also going to add some basil. Um, I really like basil because it's nice and sweet. And basil is great to add at the end of a meal because it's so light and the taste is faint. Um, that cooking it down from the base actually can reduce the actual quality and taste of it. So I'll add this at the end. I'll do the stronger um, herbs in the beginning. I'm also going to add some ginger, fresh ginger to this. Uh, Nicole's cookbook is really amazing because I know a struggle that I've had is how to combine different herbs in a dish to make it a little different. Everything I make in this world tastes like minestrone, and I'm really tired of it. <laughs> so you know, I'm wanting to learn how to use some of these things, and the, her cookbook uh, is helping me to do that. So don't thank forget you, to sign up for that cookbook. Yes, and if you want to get the cookbook, you can go to bewellbeingwhole.org. It's on the cards that when you first signed in, um, you can get a cookbook there. Also, the digital copy, if you use the word camp, um, when you check out, you will get a $10 discount because you were here at camp meeting. So if you use that, if you have iPhones, it'll download directly to your phone and you can just cook at, you can flip while you cook. Um, so go to our website, bewellbehold.org. And there are cards on the back table. Yes. All right. So we've got the ginger going in the base. I also like fennel seeds. Um, which actually have a licorice taste, a little bit of sweetness in it, and it just, it's just, I like the different, you know. Yeah, so adding a little bit of fennel seeds in there, and it's also good for digestion as well. Can we rent you? Oh, <laughs> yes, you can. We're coming, to, if you would like us to come to your church, great question. If you'd like us to come to your church, you can book us um, as we are a self-supporting ministry. Um, you can um, have us come to your church, and we also have been used a lot as a wedge to the gospel. For evangelistic series, normally churches will book us in the beginning, um, and that helps to engage and in, in, um, attract different people from the your community to your series. So I have fennel seeds, I have the carrots, celery, and onions, and now I'm also going to add some minced garlic. You can mince it yourself or you can get it already prepared. Can you smell it? I don't know if this smells travels, but yeah. So we have minced garlic there, and I'm cooking it in water. And if the water starts to go down, you can also add a little bit more. Um, while that's going, I'm also just going to put the lentils into the water as it's cooking down. 
And beans are excellent for uh, diabetes. Um, one of the things I want to share, we also have hosted in the past in partnership with friends in Metro Detroit, we've hosted a Diabetes Undone series. Um, and essentially, beans also help to regulate. Some studies show that it helps to regulate blood sugar levels. Um, they have fiber and protein in it, which is amazing. About 15 grams. Yes. And a cup of beans, average 15 grams of protein and 15 grams of fiber, a lot of which is soluble. Yes. So. And um, the fact that it's a complex carbohydrate allows it to break down slower, and so it's less likely to spike your blood sugar levels. So having beans like this and allowing it to cook, I let this cook for about 30 minutes. And then right here, I'm, what I'm doing is I'm seasoning the base because this small, can you see this? Yep. So this small section is actually going to season the whole pot of beans. I'm doing a small portion for you as a demo, but the, the actual portion will make for five to six people. There's, um, also, there's also an after effect with fiber. When those yes. fiber components reach the colon, there's an after effect that, the, that it delays hunger. Signals are sent to the stomach not to be hungry. Is that cool? So it delays hung, the onset of hunger. So what we think is psychological and emotional may really be metabolic and systemic and endocrine issues that are going on as a result of some habits that we have. So we, we want to fight smart. Amen? Yes. Amen. And I love the fact that God has created our bodies to be that, so intelligent. And if we fuel it with the right things, such as the meal that we're making today, we can thrive and better perform um, and help to overcome some lifestyle diseases, such as diabetes. Another thing that I'm going to add is curry to this, and this is going to also um, add a nice flavor to it. Curry is unique in the sense it is a combination of multiple um, seasonings. So this has you know, a little bit of sweet and savory, and it has a little bit of a pungent taste as well. So I'm having that as a base. And then I also, as the lentils are boiling, Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just passing through. Yes. <laughs> and the bay leaf, I'm going to add this with the lentils because it also helps to de decrease um, actually the um, gas from the beans. So if you have beans, having bay leaves in your food as you're cooking it is a nice thing to start adding. And then once you're done cooking the lentils or beans, you can remove it. Um, so that is a great thing for that, for gut health. So adding bay leaves, um, putting a little bit more water. Then, and then now I'm also going to add some ground cumin. Ground cumin has a nice earthy taste. It does not smell like <laughs> <laughs> It has a really good earthy taste. And so it's really important at the base part to season it well. Um, so that will give you the flavor for the entire dish. Um, and you want to make sure you don't burn your seasoning, so continue to make sure, keep a quick eye on it. Once you start to smell the seasonings release, then it's important to make sure you either add more liquid and or add it into your dish so it doesn't burn, because if it burns at this st stage, your whole dish will taste like it. So if you have one mistake, wipe it up and start again, just so that you make sure your taste is amazing. So this is awesome. I'm going to now add this into the lentils. And then I'm going to also add some of our spice, our, our um, bay leaves. Okay. Um, yes. Basil. Yep, I'm adding basil to this. 
All right. And you know, when we talked about doing this program, we want this to be easy and economical. Prices are skyrocketing. And so we need to get all the nutritional value of the foods that we're able to afford. A serving of beans that are dried that you make yourself is just 10 cents a serving. Uh, canned, it would be about 30 cents a serving. Prices are going up, and we need to be mindful of how to help others who are really struggling with their budgets and to make something tasty and amazing uh, because that's, that's where we are, and it's going to get worse in my view. So this is the finished product. After you're done cooking, you'll have this delicious dish. You can add different seasonings. You can also add uh, liquid aminos. That's what I also add yeah. to that for different... Um, just to accent the flavors there. So this is our um, lentil dish. Over rice, over potatoes. Yes. You can even put it in a taco yeah. if you want. After some time, it'll absorb the liquid. Amen. Um, so it's very versatile. So thanks. And now we're going to go to Vicki for her next dish. Oh, thank you so much, Nicole. That is just amazing. And I'm really, really grateful that you shared. It's just, I, I'm just, just a minute. Don't look. <laughs> I mean, I love minestrone. I'm really good with it. I bought a, a bath, I bought a pot, a really expensive pot to do steamed hot foot baths for people during the pandemic. The only thing I've done in that huge pot is minestrone. <laughs> minestrone, minestrone. I'm so tired of it. And the only herbs I know how to work with are marjoram, oregano, thyme. Thyme, oregano, marjoram. So, yes. Thank you, Nicole. All right. I'm so excited to share this with you. This is like... The, the dumbed down, really easy thing for people that only know how to use three herbs like me. <laughs> so this is one of my favorite devices that I use constantly. You're busy, I'm busy. We don't have a lot of time for, you know, like Rachel Ray type stuff. And we don't want that anyway. So this, I need, can somebody help me with this microphone and hold it for me? Thank you, John. We need to thank John. He is our nurse angel who's been shopping for us. Let's thank him. Thank you, John. We are so grateful. He did a special favor for Even nurses need a little help sometimes. Okay, so he did a special favor for me. He went and bought my favorite rice cooker at Myers. You can buy these at Myers, Target. Walmart, $19, that used to be $15. Absolutely incredible. It's an aroma rice cooker. It's small. It has three parts. Thank you. I feel like a star. This, but I will not sing, I promise. So look at the parts of this. This is the cup. It's small. Okay. This, and there are not dial, you don't have to talk to this. You don't have to dot, you don't have to, whatever you do to these machines that you have to, yeah, put in a passcode. Here's a, little, here's a little steamer. Now I'm revealing my age. This is the lid. It's fabulous. So what I'm going to do for you, I don't know what it is, but it's good. It's good, and it's worth $19. And somebody on Friday, we're going to have a drawing, and somebody's taking this home, although I'm tempted to keep it. Okay, so rice. I'm putting some uh, aromatic basmati brown rice in here. Why brown instead of white? Why would I do that? Why? Because the dietary fiber, particularly the hemicellulose, I went to a gut seminar, another one, with a GI specialist. And when people have gut issues, 
The hemicellulose in brown rice is one of the most healing elements for a sick gut. You don't want to fast a sick gut that's bleeding. And what he said to do, which was really interesting, if you have a sick gut, he said make, make rice in a great big pot, the water will get cloudy, drink that water. That's your water. It has no flavor, but the hemicellulose is very healing to the gut. Yes, ma'am. No, you just have to watch me. But it's, it's so easy, it'd be embarrassing to write it down. So I'm putting in rice, a nice brown rice. Follow the package instructions for cooking the rice. Thank you. This, this does it all. So, so you put the rice in, follow the package instructions. Brown rice is different than white. You can't use what the little pot tells you to do. Now I soaked some red lentils overnight. You can use a can of garbanzo beans or black beans, whatever you want to do. But we're talking about a complete meal right here in one pot. So I'm putting some um, red lentils that I soaked overnight so they'll cook along with the rice. Thank you. Now I'm going to add the appropriate amount of water. May I have some Bragg's liquid aminos, somebody, please? A little bit of yeast flakes. We're just going to season this. You don't want to put a lot of uh, sodium in this because it will then, the, the uh, osmotic pressure can't change and, and it doesn't cook properly. But we do want a little seasoning. So I'm going to put a little bit of yeast flakes in there just for the gorgeous flavor. It's going to make a little squirt of Bragg's very carefully measured, as you can see. Now, I'm going to just simply put this lid on, and here's the next piece. It's incredible. This is a sweet potato, and I cut it into big pieces. There. Now, I don't know what Nicole would do with this, but you can do whatever you want that's just easy. Now, this is a little tiny dash of nutmeg. You can get a little dash, just a tiny bit to give it this gorgeous aroma. Maybe you might want to drizzle a tiny bit of maple syrup, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Then the, the really cool part about this is, we don't have the plug here, but you're, I'm gonna plug this in, and I'm gonna just take, where is it in front of this? Where is it? Here. There's a little, can you see this thing? Okay, there's a little switch, and you're just gonna push it. That's it. Oh, thank you. What did what did you just bring into me? Oh, the plug. Okay, so watch this. This is so technical. <laughs> People come and ask me, are you going to do an Instapot? Don't ask me. I'm too close to retirement for that thing. Okay, so watch this. I pushed it. There, it's cooking. And guess what's going to happen when it's cooked? The little light is going to go on this side. It's going to keep it warm. And you have an entire meal right here. You're going to combine this with some raw salad. Let's say three cheers for salad. Raw, raw, raw. Three cheers for salad. Raw, raw, raw. There you go. There's your meal. So now you won't be stopping at Wendy's because you keep, your stomach is eating itself because you're so hungry. You're getting a lot of fiber. You're getting carotenoids. You're getting that hemicellulose. You're getting the beautiful protein from the lentils. And your colon is going to thank you. All right. And Friday, we're going to have a drawing for you. Somebody can thank you. If nobody shows up, I can't tell you Thank you, John. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Vicki. That is awesome. Woohoo!
All right, so as we're wrapping up our last dish for today, we're gonna do uh, roasted red pepper hummus. How many of you like hummus? Woo! It's a quick, once you make it, it's so easy. You can spread it over bread. It's really, really great. And it's awesome um, for hunger, you know, making you feel full and giving you the, 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 the um, nutrients that you need. So I'm gonna start off with garbanzo beans, which I love. You can get them, um, you know, you can cook them. And real and, and realist, I want to be realistic. Are you guys going to take them from dry, cook them, then make hummus? Okay, so I got these cans. So as long as we're on the same page. But you can also do that, though. You can cook them from dry and, and use it. So I'm using about one cup of uh, garbanzo beans. And uh, the other thing that I am adding is seven garlic cloves. It's one can of garban chick chickpeas, seven garlic cloves, and you can also, if you don't like garlic, you can decrease this. So don't worry, you can like make it three. So I'm, you know, I, I heard something from the audience. So I'm gonna take, just gonna take three back. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, okay, okay, all right. So and then the next thing that we're gonna have is nutritional yeast flakes. Um, so this I like. It has a nice. Um, you know, smooth taste, like some, some people say it has a cheesy taste. Um, also, I'm gonna add some ground cumin, nice earthy taste. Um, also, I'm gonna add two tablespoons of tahini. And the next thing I'm gonna add is some lemon juice, nice citrus, and it's, you know, just like sparks. It's a nice dash, it's, I love flavor. Our taste buds are really able to discern between sour, sweet, salty, um, and also the ability, and bitter, and also an amalgamation, essentially, which that curry is, which is a combination of all of those. So this is really exciting. Also, we've got the cumin, nutritional yeast, so I can make sure we got it all in there. Then I'm going to add some extra virgin cold-pressed olive oil. Mamma mia, that's nice. <laughs> then I'm going to add some paprika. And then I'll add some coarse salt to accent the flavors. I'm embarrassed about my hummus. <clears throat> I'm never going to ever make my hummus again. <laughs> you know, you and, and if yeah. you like it simpler, even better too. You know, nice bread. And this is a that is and gorgeous. Then I'm going to use some roasted red bell peppers, which are great. Um, mm -hmm. uh, bell peppers have lots of antioxidants in them as well, so that's an excellent source. Is that the fire roasted in the yes. jar? Yeah. Yes, great fire flavor. roasted in the yeah. jar, so it's a nice smoky taste. Yep. So if you're ready, I'm ready to blend. Are we ready? Are we ready? So I put this all in a processor. All 
right, we are done. We have our hummus and it is ready. So I want you to look at this hummus. And if you want it to be smoother, you can always adjust the recipes. These are excellent base recipes. So if you would like to, it to be smoother, you want to make more, you can always adjust. This is a great, um, the recipes in this cookbook and that we're discussing today are great bases for you to learn how to, to make plant-rich foods and to thrive with them. So this is a roasted gorgeous, red pepper gorgeous. hummus. Um, you can spread it over bread, put it in a wrap, um, multiple things. Have it as an appetizer. Great I'll put a lunches. dollop of it on my salad. I'll make a big yes. salad and I'll just put a big clump, right? Not as nice as that, but that's coming down the pike for okay. me. Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, and that is it. So thank you for cooking with me today and I'll hand it over to Vicki. Remember that when we eat these beautiful plant foods, nutrition is a three-legged stool. So when you get these nutrients in the right ratios, you're increasing the absorption, the utilization, and the retention of those nutrients. So we're talking about cellular health. Because satiety, what does satiety mean? Satisfaction. Meal satisfaction, actually, there are three types. There's volume satiety, and we've talked about fiber today. There's nutritional satiety, which is the content of these foods, but there's also cellular satiety, that the, that the nutrients actually get into the cells and do their work to lower inflammation. How many of you want low inflammation, high cognition? Amen. Let's stand for a closing prayer. All right. Thank you, Lord, for the time that we can have today. What a joy to be able to work on the sunny side of the cross, to do things that are easy, simple, quick, but that will quicken our energies lift our minds, encourage our hope, remind us of your tender love, and help to correct some of these systems that have gone awry in our bodies. Thank you that you come with healing in your wings and also in the produce department. We are grateful. We love you. We want to show it and share it, as Sherry says. In Jesus' name, amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 22 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcasts.